science fans, it's Mrs. Corbett here, and I'm going to teach my husband some GCSE science. I am the husband. Do you remember how you said you were going to do it as a song? As I said, as I said it, I was like, God damn it, I forgot the song. Yeah. Um... What can I say? I'm I I don't commit. I write checks that my bootay cannot cash. I I called it, didn't I? You did. No, you you know me. You know me. You know all my flaws, and you po- point them out, <laughs> record them, and put them out for the world to hear. Yep. Anyway, speaking of my flaws, what chemistry are we learning about today? <laughs> uh, we're doing atomic structure. Some of it you know, some of it you don't know. Some yeah. of it might be a refresher. Easy. So, talk to me about atoms. What do you know? What do I know about atoms? Yep. They are the building blocks of life. Oh, for the god. <laughs> uh atoms are um they contain protons yep. and neutrons yep. and electrons yep. they have a nucleus yes they do what's in the nucleus the protons and the neutrons and who came up with the model of the atom that we currently use Ernest Rutherford yes the nuclear model Ernest Rutherford and who perfected or perfected or in Improve the information. Chadwick! <laughs> so he did neutrons, yeah. Um, who put the electrons into shells? Um, oh, Bohr. Bohr, boring Bohr. And who had the model before the nuclear model? JJ. JJ, our boy JJ, plum pudding model. What was the experiment that disproved the plum pudding model? Um, throwing alpha particles at gold foil. Alpha scattering experiment, yeah, or gold foil experiment. Lovely. Okay, so what we're going to talk about today... Just a little, little peek behind the curtain, guys. Mrs. Corbett just looked really, really proud of it. You didn't think I'd remember any of that, did I, you? I really didn't. <laughs> I'm really impressed. Um, so we're going to talk about the structure of the atom. So you know protons and neutrons in the nucleus. You know electrons on the outside. Um, do you know the relative charges of the particles in the atom? As in... Protons are positive, mm-hmm. electrons are negative, mm-hmm. neutrons are neutral. Yes. So the, their relative charge for a proton is a plus one, neutron is zero, and an electron is minus one. Gotcha. Okay. Does that make sense? So, for example, in a uh, helium atom, you have two protons, two neutrons, and two electrons. And those two protons have a plus one charge, and those two electrons have a minus one charge. So the overall charge of a helium atom is... Zero? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. If helium was to lose those two electrons, what would its charge be? Plus two. Plus two. Lovely. Okay. So let's talk about mass, relative mass of these particles, these mm-hmm. subatomic particles, which means particles in the atom. So we've got protons are plus one, neutrons are zero, electrons are minus one. Talk to me about the mass. I'm sorry, say all that again. <laughs> Protons have a charge of plus one. Yep. Neutrons, no charge. Yep. Neutron walks into a bar, asks for a drink, and the bar and the neutron says, How much do I owe you? And the barman says, For you, no charge. Um and an electron has a minus one charge. He's staring at me. Um, <laughs> do you know what their masses are? Their masses? How much mass they have. How on earth would I know that? Because you learnt it at GCSE. One proton. Has a mass of one. Yes. Is that it? One. Yeah. And the mass of a neutron one is one. What though? You can't just say one. I will talk to you about what that is in a minute. And a what? And Same a cross. 
And a neutron has a mass of minus one, I guess. No, you can't have a mass of minus one. That's ridiculous. One. Correct. Uh, it's all making sense now. All those numbers in the boxes make sense now. The numbers in the boxes, we're going to get there in a minute. So, proton has a charge of plus one uh, and a mass of one. Uh-huh. Neutron has a charge of zero and a mass of one. Electron has a charge of minus one uh, and a mass of one. Nope. What do you mean? No. Two, four, eight. Minus one. Who do we appreciate the negligible mass of electrons, baby? What does negligible mean? Don't care. Doesn't matter. Irrelevant. Yes, irre- <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't care. care. So that was so <laughs> much like one of my that, students. That wasn't then. a response. That was an answer. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> electrons have such little mass, but they are responsible for so much. So all chemical reactions, it's all electrons. Electrons move through circuits and get. So sorry. What energy. is the mass of an electron? Negligible. So the actual, if you want to put on electron, the negative one has a negligible mass. Yeah, it's so small. It doesn't matter, right? Okay. That we don't actually count it. The actual mass is 1 over 1836. So it's a 2000th of the mass of a proton or a neutron. Right, but the proton and the neutron have a mass of 1 mm-hmm. something. Just 1. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um so, atoms are really, really small. Uh-huh. Okay. The radius, do you remember what a radius is? Uh, it's from the center point to the outer point. of Circumference. Uh, right, yeah. Yeah. So, atoms are 0.1 nanometers in radius. Hang on. Atoms are 0.1 nanometers in radius. Which right. is 1 times 10 to the minus 10 meters, which is 10 billionth of a meter do i need to know that or do i just need to know 0.1 nanometers just that's fine okay so the Um, radius of an atom is 0.1 nanometers yeah all atoms depends on the size of the atom so like hydrogen is a much smaller atom than uranium so it depends on how many shells but that's an average we say okay right okay okay. whereas the radius of a nucleus yeah uh times smaller than 0.1 nanometers yeah so it is one times 10 to the minus 14 meters in radius. And I need to know that. Mm-hmm. 1 times 10. To the minus 14. To the minus 14 nanometers. Meter, no, meters. Meters. Yeah. So that would be 0.0. Don't confuse me with too many numbers. Yeah. Okay, so an atom has a radius of 0.1 nanometers, and the nucleus of an atom is 1 times 10 to the minus 14 meters. Yes. All right. Um, almost all of the mass... Write that down. Pop it up in your kitchen, guys. Yeah. All of that mass is in the nucleus. Okay. Because electrons don't really weigh anything, as we just said. They're negligible. negligible mass. Yeah, negligible mass. Don't exactly. care. Um, now, the mass of an atom is calculated by adding the number of protons to the number of neutrons, right? Yep. So, on your periodic table... Yep. So, remembering the periodic table is a list of all the elements... Um, which is essentially a list of all the different types of atoms you can get. So I've got a periodic table here. Uh-huh. There's on it you can find atomy, arsenic, aluminum, selenium, and selenium and carbon. Yeah, wow, it's amazing how quickly you learned that. Right, so can you pick an atom for me on here? I would love to. I'm going to pick. I, I can't read them. I haven't got my glasses okay, on. Okay, just tell me an element. Tungsten. You know. Tungsten. I don't bloody know where tungsten is. Oh, W. Yeah, it's my least favourite element, actually. Is it? Yeah. Pourquoi? I 
Do you know, my students know what my favourite and my least favourite elements are, but you don't. What's your... (laughs) (laughs) What's your favourite? Do you know what, Jen? Negligible. (laughs) (laughs) My name's Mrs. Corbett. Sorry, Mrs. Corbett. Um... So on my first, so I do one to 10 quiz at the beginning of pretty much every single lesson I have. And in the first one to 10 quiz that I do with students, I, the question number 10 is always, what is my favourite element? And they're like, how am I meant to know that? How are we meant to know? And I was like, well, you should want to learn about me as a person, as a human being that's here. Um, so so um, what is your favourite element? My favourite element is, well, it's not tungsten, that's my least favourite element. Well, yeah, you don't know, do you? You don't know what your favourite element do. is, do you? This is a me, farce. No, it's taken me 15 years to decide upon which element is my favourite. Uh-huh. I take these kind of things really seriously, because once you've declared it, there's no going back. Sure. I mean, do you want to guess? Do you know what? Let's let's. I'm going to try and guess, and we'll come back next week and see if I've guessed it right. Okay, cool. All right. right, tungsten, my least favourite element. Uh-huh. But, um, it's because of when I did my A-level, it came up, and it has the symbol W. So it's, it's annoying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's also the hardest metal. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. Right. Um, okay. Tungsten mm. has the little number is 74. What? The, is that the top right-hand corner? Yeah, it depends on the layout of your periodic table, but there'll uh. be a big number and a small number, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so... Not written big and written small, as in the... the a larger number than yeah. the number. So the little number is 74. Uh-huh. That is how many protons it has. Right. Okay, so that's called its atomic number. So hydrogen is number one Uh because it's got one proton in it. It's the first element. Yep. The second element, helium, Uh two protons. The third element, Uh three protons, Uh lithium, etc. That's how they are ordered. They are ordered by their atomic number. They're ordered by their atomic number, which is the amount of protons they have. Good. The atomic mass is the number of protons Uh and neutrons Uh present in the nucleus. Right. So tungsten has 74 protons Uh and its atomic mass is 184. Yep. Okay. Is that number always double? Well, is 74 double? Does it make 184? Does not. No. So is it always double? It is not, no. No. I always thought it was double. So how, how many neutrons does tungsten have then? Um, it has 184 minus... How 74. Many? Minus 74, so 110. 110, yeah. So it's got more neutrons than it has okay. protons. Um, helium yeah. has two protons and two neutrons. So the mass is four, mm-hmm. but it has two protons. Sure. Okay. So... The small number on the periodic table, so they're all in tiles, the smallest number, that's the number of protons, and usually that means that's the number of electrons it also has. Gotcha. The number of, the big number is the number of protons and the number of neutrons added together, and that is the atomic mass that you would find in the nucleus. So lithium's the finest example that I've got here. So lithium has got three and seven. So tell me what those two numbers mean. Three is its atomic number. And it means it has three protons. Mm -hmm. Seven is its relative atomic mass, which is the number of protons and neutrons in the nucleus. Now, we already know it has three protons, which means it also has four neutrons. Fantastic. Good. I love the way you use the word relative atomic mass, because that is the bit I'd like to talk about next. Me too. Um, Memory is RAM. (laughs) Relative atomic mass. It's called relative because all of the mass on the periodic table, you said, why does a proton weigh one? Why does a neutron weigh one? Why does an electron weigh nothing? Because when they were trying to decide on masses, atoms are tiny, right? So 
there are different measurements that we're going to use in chemistry that you don't use in anything else. Um, but relative atomic mass is the mass of an element, or an atom of an element, compared to a carbon-12 atom. So if you imagine, they said, right, carbon weighs this much. Mm-hmm. Carbon weighs 12. Mm-hmm. Hydrogen weighs a twelfth of carbon. Which makes it one. Which makes it one. Yep. So you would say, okay, helium that ha- that weighs four, helium is three times smaller than carbon so that's why it's called relative atomic yeah, mass it's, so it's, 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 so they're all compared to a single point yes, rather than exactly. actually being weighed because mm-hmm. that would be insane it would be yeah the numbers would be too ridiculous to use so that's why we say a proton has a mass of one and the relative atomic mass is the mass of that element that atom of that element compared to carbon 12 now notice I say carbon 12 yes Carbon has a mass of 12, uh-huh. and it is the sixth element on the periodic table. Yep. So it has six protons uh-huh. and six neutrons. Yep. Until sometimes it doesn't. Of course. Of course. Have you heard of the word isotope? Yeah. What's an isotope? They are the baseball team from The Simpsons. Oh my God, I'm so pleased you said that, because <laughs> I always say that to my kids, and I was like, what is an isotope? And I do not mean the baseball team on The Simpsons, and they look at me like I'm mental. And then we Oh, talk, guys, watch The Simpsons. Yeah, and then we talk about how big The Simpsons were. Like, The Simpsons... Were? They're still going, mate. They are, I know they're still going, but for us on four or five channels mm. in the late, late 90s, and then we had E4 and stuff... And like Sky sort of came into and free played the you. same shows as the rest yeah, of the four channels, though. Sunday night, six thirty. Yeah, Simpsons. Yeah, every night six thirty was Simpsons. Yeah, um, every night still is six thirty Simpsons. I think, but it's on Sky One now. Or anyway, I Simpsons is yeah. amazing. So an isotope. Yeah. Okay, an isotope is an atom of an element which has a different number of neutrons. So it has the same number of protons, the same number of electrons. So lithium, for example, has three protons. And it has seven, a mass of seven, so four neutrons. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you might get a lithium that has a mass of eight. Still got three protons because mm-hmm. the proton number is what identifies that atom. And what's on, what's that's what makes lithium lithium. Yeah, three protons is lithium. Yeah, you're not going to change that. But sometimes there might be more neutrons in there or fewer neutrons in there. Sure. And that's called an isotope, and that means that sometimes when you look at the periodic table you don't get, it's not a whole number. So, for example, if I look at this periodic table here, um, chlorine's the best example. Chlorine has a mass of 35.5. Of course it does. So Mass, that's the big number. That's protons plus neutrons. Yeah. And that is because on Earth, there are two <laughs> isotopes of chlorine. Is 134 and 136. No, 135, 136. One is 35 yeah. and one is 37. But depending on how abundant it is, yeah. you have to work out. This is a tricky part. It gets about three marks in the exam. So I'm going to do just talk you through how you work out the relative atomic mass of something if you know what you've got. Mm. Okay. So I'm just going to jot this down just so that you can see it. You don't need to have it jotted down. Um, you can just talk yourself through. So I, I'm going Why to- would I need to have to work out the relative atomic mass of something if I'm allowed a periodic table in the exam? Because you might have a sample from Mars... And they're asking whether you understand what an isotope is. Gotcha. Okay. So if I have got chlorine yeah. 35, so chlorine with a mass of 35, just so you know, chlorine has, let me just check, I think it's 19, chlorine is number 17. So chlorine has 17 protons. Sure. So if it has 
a mass of 35, yeah. that means it has 18, 18 neutrons. Okay. You can also get chlorine 37, which means that it has 20 neutrons. Yeah. Okay. Let's say I have a little sample and 75% of that sample had a mass of 35. Mm-hmm. And 25% of that sample had a mass of 37. Yeah. How would I work out the relative atomic mass? You would. Um, it's okay to say I don't know because you might not remember how to do this. You would multiply 18 by 3. Yeah? Nope. Oh. Carry on then. It's really simple. So you go, right, this is chlorine 35. So you do 35% time, uh, sorry, 35, chlorine 35 times by the 75%. Yeah. Plus chlorine 37 times by the 25%. So you, you do 35 times 75 and 37 times 25. Add them together, divide it by 100, and it will give you chlorine's mass relative atomic mass which should be 35.5 and you can do that with any sample i understand that fully like honestly that do you? yeah because because some of it's slightly lighter than the rest of it so the relative mass of it is kind of like the average exactly that. Of what it can i give you one example and just get you to work it out for me yeah totally so i'm going to give you copper is another one it's normally 63.5 so i'm going to give you copper 65 is 26 percent no 30%. I'm making this up, by the way. And copper uh, 67 is 70%. Can you please work out what the relative atomic mass of this sample of copper is? So tell me what you're going to do. So I'm doing 65 multiplied by 30. Yep. But I'm putting that in brackets. Yeah. And then I'm doing plus. I'm doing some more brackets. 67 times 70 which equals 6,640. And then dividing that by 100 to give me 66.4. Lovely. So the key with working this out is, you know if you've hit it, if you look at it and go, right, 66.4. Okay, that's closest to the 67 and that one's 70%. It's got to be between the two numbers and closer to the one with the highest percentage. Exactly that, okay. Um, And that is pretty much everything for today oh easy yeah so just let's recap so the charges of protons neutrons electrons uh one zero minus one yeah plus one yeah. zero minus one masses uh one one don't care yep the radius of an atom is 0.1 nanometers good the radius of a nucleus is one times 10 to the minus 14 meters. Fantastic. What does relative atomic mass mean? It is the mass compared to carbon 12. Yep, the average mass of an atom of an element compared to carbon 12. And you've already done the calculation, so I'm not going to ask you to go through that again. On the periodic table, there are two numbers on the periodic table. There's a big number and a small number for every tile. Can you tell me what those two numbers mean? The small number is the atomic number. That is the amount of protons. Yep. The large number is the relative atomic mass, which is the um, protons plus electrons in the nucleus. Protons plus neutrons in the nucleus. And proton number is normally equal to electron number in a stable atom. Good. Okay, just so you know the more neutrons there are compared to protons is what makes atoms unstable and therefore more likely to do to be radioactive sweet
cool. What's next time? Uh, next time is electronic structure. Wicked. See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye.